The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. What's up, everybody? And welcome to the 52nd episode of the Schmidt Talking Podcast. I'm Alec Walt alongside Kyle Allen. We're two members of the class, the 2017, who are obsessed with Bonnie's basketball. Kyle, welcome to you. What's going on, Alec? We are coming down the home stretch here of the regular season. Brooklyn awaits us as the mecca to what could be a potential four-game win streak or three-game win streak to send the Bonnies to the NCAA tournament, but we still have two games left to take care of, and we know once we get to Brooklyn, it's anyone's game. Um, as we know, the past few years, three or four seeds have been really successful when it comes to winning the Atlantic 10 tournament overall. Yeah, Kyle, another great week for St. Bonaventure. They're on a six-game winning streak. They defeat Duquesne 68-47 to and won at George Washington 64-58. to Last week, we had a little bit of a discussion about where you thought the Bonnies would finish. Right now, they're at fourth by beating Duquesne. It dropped them to sixth. And by George Mason getting pummeled by St. Louis, they dropped to fifth. So the Bonnies currently secure the fourth seed in the Atlantic 10. It's one of those predictions where I'm actually happy that I was incorrect. I wasn't expecting George Mason to lose that badly specifically. They got killed in the first half to St. Louis, but heck, I was rooting for the Billikens in that game. Looking at where the Bonnies could finish now in the Atlantic 10, they could finish anywhere between 2nd and 6th. I don't think they finish 2nd because Davidson has a game against Richmond and Dayton has a game against LaSalle, so it's unlikely the Bonnies get that 2nd spot. Heck, even now the 3rd. But Kyle, due to matchups, the Bonnies have a great, great chance to stay at that 4th spot. Explain to our listeners why that's the case. Well, George Mason has a tough, tough home game tomorrow. We're recording on the Monday night, so George Mason is playing VCU tomorrow night. And even though it is their senior night and, you know, it's probably going to be a little more emotion riding on this game, especially them knowing that they're going to be playing to, you know, try to get a bye, I think the Rams are just too, too hot right now. And, you know, with I think they're at a 10-game winning streak or so. Um, I don't think it stops here against George Mason. And then after that, George Mason plays GW. It's, as we know, a tough road game. So I just think right now with who they play and then with Duquesne playing Dayton, it just falls in the Bonnie's favor for us to stay at the four seed and to get that by uh, on Friday into the 2.30 slot against the winner of the matchup between the five seed. So the Bonnie's will have a great opportunity to get that by on the Friday and get them land right into that 2.30 slot. And right now, the two teams expected to be the fifth seed who the Bonnies would be playing if they became the four would be Duquesne or George Mason. The Bonnies are three and one overall against those two this season. Looking at that percentage chart right now, the Bonnies have about a 53% chance of getting that fourth seed. But before we even think about seedings, we have two very, very tough games ahead on our schedule to end the season. It starts with a road game at Davidson and then a home game against St. Louis. And Kyle, I'm conflicted. I don't know what I want to do. What's that? So for our listeners that do not know, I currently live in Florence, South Carolina. I'm doing some radio work down here. So my chances of seeing the Bonnies are slim. 
I either have the chance to drive to Richmond or if I'm lucky enough, the Bonnies will have a game in Charlotte. In my first two years in South Carolina, I've been fortunate enough to where the Bonnies have had a game at Davidson. Davidson is where the Bonnies will be on Wednesday night. But Kyle, the Bonnies haven't played too great at games that I've attended this season. I went to the game at Northeastern, Bonnies lost. At Syracuse, their worst non-conference loss. And then went to the home game on Alumni Weekend against VCU, which was their worst conference loss of the season. Luckily, in the game I saw against Richmond, they just so happened to win that game. So Kyle, I don't know if I should go to Davidson or not. I really haven't been good luck for this team this year. When you lay it out that way, maybe you should stay away. But now, in reality, you know how Bonnie's fans are. We want more the merrier. I think you should go. It'll be a fun. You know, the Charlotte crew and the Charlotte alumni base is, you know, one that is always, you know, in full force when the Bonnie's play down there, especially when we used to have Charlotte in the Atlantic 10. And now with Davidson being in there, um, it just brings more Bonnie's fans and Bonnie's alums who are in the area to the games. And I think you should go, man. It'll be fun. You know, and I think we're going to pull this one out. I think we're going to be uh, winners of eight straight heading into the Atlantic 10 tournament now. So I wonder if some fans, it's weird because, like, you don't want to be too hot going in, right? And, like, you, but I, I don't know. I mean, especially with where we need to win to get to secure that fourth seed, I, I just want to win out and make sure that no matter what, we're getting a bye till Friday. And then, you know, from there, it's anyone's game. So, but I think you should go, man. It would be a fun game. And I think the Bonnies are going to really show out. Yeah, I was fortunate enough to go to last year's game when the Bonnies played at Davidson. Wasn't a great result. The Bonnies actually lost that no. game as well. Yeah, that was a bad game, but what it did was it sparked, I think, might have been like 12 wins in a row or whatever it was. That win streak started after that game. So that was, it's funny because that was kind of the pure low point of the season, but kind of the climax to what became a you know roller coaster of a whirlwind and an awesome season and one we'll never forget. Oh, so you think my appearance will... Ignite a spark? That's what I think, yeah. I think I look at it in that. I, I'm a glass half full guy, so look at it that way. And your dad's going, isn't he? He is, so more than Mary. All right, well, now that that's the case, I mean, it's looking like I may be heading to Charlotte this Wednesday for the Bonnies game at Davidson. Man, do I want to go to that game. I got about a day to decide, but uh, I think, Kyle, you've convinced me that I'm going to go to the game. So looking at that game against Davidson, the Bonnies actually played Davidson earlier this year at the Riley Center. The Bonnies lost 75-66. to Kyle, it was the definition of a tale of two halves. Yeah, I watched that game here, you know, me being a New York City resident. We watched it at the new Bonnies watch party spot, Jack Doyle's in Midtown. And the first half was great. We were on fire. We couldn't miss. Lofton had himself a freaking game. And then Davidson just came out and literally could not miss. Kellen Grady just went absolutely off. John Axel Gudmundson just went absolutely off. And I think this is a different Bonnie team from them. Right now, there's just a different confidence. And we know how much confidence can really bring a team together. And I think right now, it's going to be, you know, I, I, I'm not saying it's going to be a win. And as you know, Davidson virtually should be undefeated at home with that one loss being by one point. But I have hope for us to pull this game out, man. It's we hadn't had any road wins to start the new year. So, you know, at this point, I, I think it's going to be a different team showing out for us. And hopefully that different team can start playing some better perimeter defense because the body's perimeter defense was not very good when these two teams last played in the Riley Center. 
Kellen Grady and Luke Frampton both shot five for nine from three. Bonnies can't forget about Frampton. Obviously, when you look at Davidson, the two guys you focus on are Grady and Axel Goodmanson. But Frampton is a sniper from three. Right now, he has 87 three-pointers made on the season. That's the most in, in the Atlantic 10. The guy in second is Carl Prier from UMass. He has 73 on the season. Looking at the Bonnie's three-point shooting, they shot 27.3% from three. If they want any chance of beating this team on the road, they need to play significantly better perimeter defense, and they got to shoot better than 27.3% from three. Well, we know for a fact the Bonnies aren't the three-point shooting team we're used to. And so credit to the last game with Osun and how much he was dominant down low. I think Osun has an opportunity against Davidson to really impose his force. And I think I'm expecting some sort of, you know, 15 to 13 type of game out of Osun. I think he could be an X factor and a guy that wasn't utilized as much in the first game and a guy that we could utilize this time around. Yeah, Kyle, think about how he performed in the first game. He only had three total rebounds. It was the second lowest since becoming the starter. And Davidson out-rebounded St. Bonaventure. And Davidson's not the biggest lineup. I think with LD and Osun, with how well they've been playing defensively in the front court, them two have a real big chance of really affecting the outcome in this game. Well, something I'm worried about is what they did last game against uh, Brekovic, even though he didn't really produce that much. He was shooting, you know, and bringing Osun a lot from the outside. So it all opens up opportunities for Kellen Grady to drive and in the end kick out to either, you know, score at, at the basket or kick back out to another three-point shooter like Frampton. So it's like, what do we do there? Do, you know, do we go big with two big guys? It, it's tough. And I think, you know, another guy who's going to step up is Darian Griffin on the defensive end. And I'm curious to see what type of matchups Schmidt brings because I think he wants to make us soon the highlight on both sides of the ball when it comes to being the guy we play and run our offense through. Yeah, it's going to be really important. The Bonnies play a two-way game throughout the entire week, if you think about it. But specifically with Davidson, they're a team that's excellent offensively. They're first in the Atlantic 10 in three-point shooting. They're second in the A-10 in free-throw shooting. And they're third in the Atlantic 10 in field goal shooting, so the Bonnies are going to need to be consistent offensively. They're needing going to play much tougher defensively. And one quick thing to note before we go into our predictions, St. Bonaventure only had six turnovers in the last game and zero were committed by Kyle Lofton. So, Kyle, what is your score prediction for Wednesday night? I'm going to go out on a limb here. I think we win number seven in a row. I'm going to say the close one. I think we pulled out 72-70. All right, Kyle, I'm hoping I can bring some good luck to the Bonnies. And I think they're going to win this game, too. I mean, Davidson's entering this game 2-2 two and two in their last four. They lost to Dayton, beat URI, lost to LaSalle, and then beat Fordham. So they aren't nearly as hot as they were earlier in the conference season. Now, looking at St. Bonaventure, they've won six games in a row. So I think Bonaventure's just playing really confident right now. Hopefully they can make a lot of three-point shots. Don Welsh didn't even take a shot the last time these two teams played, so I think he's going to be a major X factor with this team. If he can make a couple three-point shots, it would make a huge difference in the outcome of this game. But I think with how well they've been playing right now and the amount of fans that are going to be showing up in the Charlotte area, I'm picking St. Bonaventure 70-67, to 67, and they're going to win their seventh consecutive game. 
All right, Kyle, the final game of the regular season is a home game against St. Louis. And their Atlantic 10 season has been just one major roller coaster ride. Looking at how they started the Atlantic 10, they won five consecutive games, then lost four in a row, flip-flopped a couple wins, lost two games in a row, and are on a one-game winning streak after defeating George Mason 81-71. to Billiken Nation, thank you very much for beating George Mason. But Kyle, they're a team that's really unpredictable, but they just dominated George Mason specifically in the first half. How much more nervous are you playing a team like St. Louis today than you were one week ago? It's tough because, like, as you said, they literally are a tale of two teams. They, um, you know, go out and beat Dayton a few weeks back by 13 and then literally get smoked by 30 against St. Joe's. And then they'll go out and beat GW by 15 and then LaSalle, and then they'll get beaten by Dayton. It's just a weird dynamic of a team that was predicted to finish first overall in the Atlantic 10 and, you know, after a disappointing season, uh, we know that that's not going to be the case for them. They aren't tournament-bound team unless they, you know, win the tournament, obviously. But I think when it comes to a game like that for us, I think it Schmidt is going to get have these guys ready to play. You know, he's been in, you know, games where, you know, seeding implications are on the line for the Atlantic 10 tournament. I don't know how much the St. Louis fans are really, you know, trusting in Travis Ward right now, a guy who's, you know, expected to bring this program back to the NCAA tournament. And in a season where the Atlantic 10 was very down and the opportunity was there, uh, they really underperformed and significantly underperformed. So right now, the edges to the Bonnies is a team that is, you know, ahead of them in the standings and is hotter right now. And there's no reason why anyone would lean towards the Billikens and that situation just because of how up and down they are and how hot the Bonnies are right now. So right now, you know, going with the hot hand, in my opinion. Yeah, the Billikens have not been the best road team recently. They're 1-5 in their last six games, and they've actually lost their last two road games. They lost at VCU 71-65. to They actually almost came back in that game. That was a really, really good game, one of their uh, more competitive road games recently. And then they lost at Dayton 70-62, to so... They're coming to the Riley Center without playing really well on the road. If you're not a good road team playing in the RC, that doesn't really bode well for success. The RC is going to be going crazy. It's going to be senior night, the final game of the regular season. So St. Louis is going into a really tough environment for not being one of the better road teams in the conference. And one of the reasons they struggle so much on the road is because their offense is not very good. They're 10th in the conference in field goal shooting, shooting 40.9% from the field. They're 13th in three-point shooting, shooting 30.5%. And they're 14th in free throw shooting, shooting 60.1%. Looking at St. Bonaventure and how they played against teams that aren't very good offensively, the Bonnies are 13-0 when they hold teams below 60 points. That's a recipe for success. So if the Bonnies can force this team to take bad shots and kind of get out of a flow offensively, that's really their best chance of beating a team like St. Louis. They knocked down a couple shots. It's a complete different game, but playing physical defense, specifically on the perimeter, is what I think the Bonnies have to do to beat this team. Yeah, no, and something that'll be an interesting matchup is the rebounding margin because they're first in the conference in rebounding and and also, uh, offensive rebounding are averaging about 14 a game, which is also best in Atlantic 10. And the Bonnies are ranked right up there, but not far off from the St. Louis. So 
I think we've mentioned it on the show, when we win the rebounding margin, we are usually winning the game, So, especially as of late. And so I think that'll be a key into this game is the rebounding margin. And if Osun can keep Hassan French off the boards or if Hassan is keeping Osun off the boards. And so it'll be interesting to see how that matchup plays out. Yeah, the Bonnies need to limit as many offensive opportunities St. Louis can get. Because if they're not going to make their first opportunities, we shouldn't give them a second chance. And that same thing goes with Davidson, but Davidson's shown they're way more consistent making their first shot than a team like St. Louis. So, Kyle, regular season finale, what's your score prediction? I'm going to go. We keep them under 60. We pull this one off 65-56. Bonnie's win and head into the Atlantic 10 tournament as the fourth seed. Yeah, I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. It's a really good defense and a not-so-great offense. So I'm going to say 63-58. to 58. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think Courtney Stockard closes the door on senior night, and the Bonnies secure the fourth seed in the Atlantic 10. That's going to be it for this episode of the Schmidt Talking Podcast. I'm Alec Walt alongside Kyle Allen. Tune in next week as we keep you up to date with all things St. Bonaventure basketball. Thank you for listening, and have a good night.